Happy Halloween and welcome to the season two finale of Below the Forest Floor. This year has been incredible and I am super happy to have shared all of these adventures with you guys. I've loved every moment of filming. I have so many more topics for next season, which will be in a couple of months. I haven't decided when we are premiering season three yet, but it will be sooner rather than later. I at least know I want it to come out at a time where I feel more comfortable with it and so I could pre-record a few things. But if you guys want to, in the meanwhile, I have tons of other episodes. If this is your first time listening to an episode of Below the Forest Floor, we have two seasons worth of episodes for you guys to listen to. And we cover all sorts of creepy, weird topics. <laughs> my name is Nancy, by the way. And today, we are going to be talking about my scary experiences. I've, <laughs> I've been through a lot of scary things in my life that involve the supernatural. And I've talked about some of those on the podcast and there was one I couldn't talk about. Well, I talked about it. Then bad stuff happened, so I had to take it down. <laughs> but I will be doing some more um, in-depth talks of the spooky things I've experienced since then. Well, not just me, but myself and my family. So I first wanted to start off with a story that happened to my mom when she started dating right after my dad had passed. My dad wasn't a very nice guy, and he told her he forbade her from ever bring anyone into the house and when she started dating someone after he had passed lots of weird stuff happened to that guy um there was this one point where my mom took a picture of him without a shirt on and the guy's entire neck and chest because he said his his neck was hurting so my mom wanted to see if he had a rash or something and when she took a picture of him in her phone she looks at the picture and sees all these little tiny orbs from like the top of his chest up to like the bottom of his uh the top of his neck where his neck meets his head and there were so many tiny orbs around that area that it looked like he was wearing like a hundred pearl necklaces and there was no other orbs in that entire picture just surrounding this guy's neck and he looked like he was in so much pain and that's just like one of the really weird things that happened to him while he was living with us like he felt like he was being strangled and this one time when they were hanging out because my mom had moved to the back of the house to to live with him um instead of living in the main part of the house so that you know she wanted to she felt weird about bringing him around my brother and I and one day while they were hanging out she felt like she got punched in her side like she felt a blow into the side of her uh body that came from nowhere there was like no one on that side the guy wasn't even near her and she, she started panicking and she thought maybe you know my dad did a lot of weird things and she would she was forbidden air quotes you know like from bringing anyone to the house so she started feeling like it was really weird that that was happening to her but then something really strange happened one night while my mom was in the back asleep my brother and I were in the front side of the house. I was getting something from the kitchen. My brother was in his bedroom asleep or no, he wasn't asleep. He was watching TV. I remember hearing his TV while I was making myself something to eat. And all of a sudden, like the door, the front door flies open. It scares the heck out of me because like my mom doesn't usually like walking on the sidewalk at night. And to get from the back of the house to the front of the house, you have to walk on the sidewalk in the middle of the night in a not very nice neighborhood. 
And so she's like running in, flings the door open, doesn't even close it. She's like, we got to get out of here. Something crazy is happening. I was like, oh my God, okay, what's going on? So <laughs> we're talking in the kitchen. She's like, okay, so me and the guy were hanging out. And all of a sudden I saw his face through the window and I was like, so he was outside. She's like, no, he was next to me on the bed. I looked up at the window and I saw him looking in at me through the window and I was like, oh my God, did he see it? She's like, no. And I told him what the fridge, you know, like I see your face looking at me through the window. And he was like, there's nothing there. You're being silly. And then all of a sudden she like, when she looked back, it was gone. And then she saw the the figure that looked like his body and his head run by the window back and forth. And it kept running back and forth. And She's like, do you not see what I'm seeing? Because I am seeing you running outside. He's like, You're, he's laughing. First of all, somebody told me that I wouldn't be laughing. I wouldn't think it's funny. I'd be scared. I'd be freaking out. This guy's giggling. He's, he's thinking it's the funniest thing in the world. He's like, what? You're silly. And so after a little bit of her getting really mad at him and being like, bro, this is not okay. I see you out there and I'm talking to you. And while she's doing that, she starts hearing these like thumping sounds outside, like on the roof of the house. And she looks out the window and she sees more versions of him in the trees. And uh, I hate saying this. This sounds so terrible, but he was not a pretty man. <laughs> this guy was kind of like not not good looking. Um, and we all knew it. He even made, he even made jokes about it. And so my mom got even more afraid because she saw that face that she even she was like a little like ooh, in the tree staring back at her running by the window and they were shaking the trees and they were smiling at her and she was freaking out and she was like this is not okay you are not believing me and I don't feel comfortable because you're just laughing and I'm really scared and he's like you're just being silly just go to bed and she's like no what's wrong with you. So she ran to the front of the house. And that's where we come in, basically. So she goes up to me. She tells me what just happened. And I'm like, that's really freaking creepy. And when I'm talking to her about it, we hear banging on the ceiling of the house, like in the kitchen where we're standing and talking about it. There's no way that guy was over there. He was like still in the back of the house. And we hear banging the ceiling. We do not have an attic. There is nothing that people could really get into. We had like... A hole in the wall with like a few wires that's it we didn't have anything then like it was it was banging on the ceiling so hard you could see pieces of like ceiling falling on top of us and I looked at her and she looks at me and I was like did you heard that right she's like yes as she looks up and she starts screaming we had a broken home when I said that our house is very old and decrepit I meant it so my mom looks up and looks at the hole in the ceiling above us and she sees this man's face looking down at her, smiling. She starts screaming. I look up. I don't see his face, but I hear the thumping. I see the things falling from the ceiling because it sounds like someone's running up there like a full grown person is sprinting in our ceiling and she's screaming she goes and grabs my brother she's like we're leaving she we, and i'm scared she's like he's gonna get out of my house tonight i'm never seeing this man again this is not okay and he, he doesn't even believe me he's laughing at me and i was like really upset but like i didn't really know this guy very well and i didn't know how he was gonna react to my mom kicking him out in the middle of the night like this 
I, I got scared, you know, especially like we, we were not living in a good neighborhood and I don't know where she found this guy. And so we go out to the car and <clears throat> my mom, who was it? My mom drives the car over to the church that's across the street from us to the side of, to the side of us, not across in the front. Anyways, so we drive the car to the church and when we get parked, my mom calls the guy and says, get your stuff. You're leaving tonight. I am not going to have you in my house anymore. This is not okay. I don't know what's happening, but it's going to go away. And if I have to make you go away in order for this to go away, you're going to go. And so while we're sitting there, I'm sitting there in the back seat in the behind the passenger seat. My brother's sitting next to me behind the driver's seat. My mom's in the driver's seat. And we're looking over at our house from the church parking lot and the trees are going nuts. It's not even windy. There are no other trees waving in the wind at all except the trees at our house and they're shaking so violently it's it was really scary and so my mom goes do you see them i was like no she goes they're in the trees and they're running back and forth right behind the wall of the house because we have like a really thick wall for a fence because we we had a lot of problems with um not so good people trying to get in <laughs> and so while we're waiting for the guy to get his stuff together we are seeing the trees just go nuts around our house it looks like someone's grabbing them and shaking them really hard and my mom's like, I see those things. They're in those trees. They're watching us and they're laughing and they're running on the side of the house. And I was like, I don't see what you're seeing, but I see things happening that should not be. The guy finally gets in the car. He's laughing. He thinks this is hilarious. My mom's trying to point the trees out to him. My mom's trying to like tell him all this stuff. And he's, she's like, is this your ex chick doing this? Because they had just recently like talked about getting married and, um, they were getting really serious. My, he even got a tattoo of my mom's name on him. And so they were like super serious. And, and the guy's ex, I believe he had kids. Um, and the ex was not okay with him dating my mom because I guess she wanted him back or whatever. And so the guy's like laughing. He's like, you're being silly. Like there's, everything's fine. I don't know why you're overreacting like this. You should have just gone to bed. And it's like morning now. It was night when all of this started. Um, I don't even know what time it was. It was probably like maybe two in the morning, I guess, uh, for, for the sun to be coming up. And <laughs> so we're all in the car and we're in our pajamas. I'm just, I forgot to say this. We're in our pajamas because we ran out of the house so fast. Like I said, I didn't know how this guy was going to react. I, I'd grown up in a not very good household. So I was like ready to fight back if this guy was going to get bad with my mom or us. And he gets in the car and he's laughing at all of us that saying we're being really silly and my mom drops him off at his cousin's house and we're driving, we're driving in, in all the trees that we drive by, not the trees around nearby, just the trees we are driving by, like one will shake and then the one next to it will shake. And in it's like one after the other as we're driving and it's like something's following us. It's invisible, but it's not invisible to my mom because she's seeing it. She's like, they're in the trees. They're jumping tree to tree. And when she said that, she's like, look at that tree and then look at the next one and look at the next one. The next one would would rustle. It would move. And so <laughs> my brother and I were like, yeah, look, we're not going to call you crazy. You know, we're going to, we understand you are seeing what you're seeing because it's really hard to believe what we're seeing and we're not even seeing everything you're seeing. So I told my mom, what are we going to do? It tried to get into the house, whatever it was. We can't go home right now. And she's like, I don't know. And so <laughs> we found, um, well, we didn't find, we, we've known about it for a little bit. We went to this 24 hour restaurant that was open. So it was like, it was still really early in the morning. It was like 6 a.m., 5 a.m. Uh, not really a lot of stuff were open. 
and we go to the 24-hour restaurant in our pajamas we're sitting in the very back we're talking about what just happened and i was like mom are you okay you just kind of broke up with your dude and she's like i'm fine i guess but i'm more scared than anything right now it's like yeah i i understand i get it this is really terrifying what are we gonna do and so she starts thinking and we're we're kind of thinking and i was like would my mom's very religious I just wanted to preface this uh, and she doesn't like thinking about scary things at all like we my brother and I experienced so many scary things in that house growing up and she just would tell us it's our imagination she she if she saw something weird and scary happen unless like she had witnesses and she knows she saw it she would just play it off unless it was like physically in front of her like a literal ghost that she has seen before like what she has she will not acknowledge something weird happening unless she's seeing it with her own eyes. And she has told us our whole life, ah, you're being silly. Oh, you know, because she didn't see it. And so this religious woman is over here freaking out, telling me, I think I need to go to a curandera. And I'm like, no way. And a curandera, if you don't know what that is, is a healer of sorts um, in Mexican culture who basically cleanses you and takes care curses off of you and stuff and she's like i think it's his ex doing this stuff to me because she was really mad that we were talking about getting married and stuff and now he got the tattoo of me and he's spending time with me not like as much as he could i guess with his kids and i was like i get it i guess and she was like and you know they have lots of weird ties that he doesn't like telling me about and i was like how'd you get with this guy again she's like leave me alone (laughs) and so yes we joke in even the worst of situations and so she's she's like, I'm going to have to go talk to a curandera about what's going on. And I was like, seriously, you're going to go do that? And she's like, yeah. And so we went by the little, this little place. It's a botanica. It's basically like a uh, a store that has uh, tarot cards and incense. And basically, I guess what some people call a new age place. But it's not like new age for us. You know, it's cultural. <laughs> um so we went to the botanica and they were closed they weren't going to open for a couple of hours and so we needed somewhere to hide went to my ex's house and at the time he was like what are you guys doing here and i was like uh we need somewhere to stay for a couple hours and we can't go home we can't really talk about it either and he was like uh but his mom was really nice and so she was like uh you guys can come in if you want And i was like thank you like his mom's awesome and so my mom um i went to go talk to his mom about what you know we just needed somewhere to stay we felt really uncomfortable at our house because we lived in a bad neighborhood so they kind of just understood that much and my mom passed out on their couch like immediately because obviously she went through a lot that morning and so my brother went to my ex's room to go play video games on his consoles i stayed with next to my mom talking to my ex's mom and and once a couple of hours passed um my mom woke up and and I let, you know, I let them know we were going to head out and thank you so much for hosting us. You guys were incredible. We're sorry to have, you know, showed up so early in the morning. And they were like, no, no, it's fine. It's not really a big deal. And so we left and my mom went to go see the curandera. My brother and I waited in the car. The hammer was still next to me. Goodness. Like I, <laughs> I know, like I've been through what like, you could tell I've been through a lot. I carry a hammer with me next to that guy. Um, so I was just waiting there for my mom and the woman did, uh, she rubbed an egg on her. It's, it's a part of Hispanic culture, you know, she, she wanted to see what was going on. And apparently someone had put something on my mom, or at least that's what the egg showed when they opened it up. And so they 
found out that you know something was on my mom they did a cleansing for her we were out there forever like they didn't let us really go in there because like they even closed the store down for a little bit to take care of her like so we were there so early they didn't really have customers showing up too much so they closed everything out for a little bit and they cleansed my mom they gave her you know i'm not gonna go too deep too into detail about it because i don't want it to be you know out there but they cleansed her and they gave her instructions on what to do with the items that they handed her and so right after the cleansing as soon as she got in the car everything stopped we never saw moving trees again we never heard well i can't say we never heard weird noises in the house again because we did obviously had lots of weird stuff but nothing relating to what happened that day or that night i guess um after she cleanses she never saw that stuff again and it was it was the weirdest thing because my mom does not freak out my mom doesn't do stuff like that about those things and unless she sees it with her own eyes and she can have weird things happen but she will not freak out unless she physically sees a thing and she did and it it happened a lot that night and it was really scary we gosh we were so paranoid after that like even driving by that guy's house we wouldn't even drive by it because we were so freaked out by the situation and my mom when she would go to work she had to pass by that guy's house it was on the way so we would like have to go all the way around because we didn't know what was going on or why anything like that had happened and why he was so chill about it you know it was really scary um so yeah that's a story that my mom actually went through and we went through all with her that was really crazy because I usually talk to you guys about like supernatural things like we hear things and it's creepy we see things and it's like oh that's so scary I hate this but like to the point where we had to leave our home for a night and did not even feel safe going back there <laughs> it was just such a crazy experience something else that I forgot to mention earlier when I was talking about all this was the the whole situation I told you guys about where my mom took a picture of the guy's neck when it was hurting and it was like tons of orbs and stuff like that well my mom did not delete that picture because you know it was really creepy and she had evidence of something really scary happening and she sh she was showing it to me and the next day I, I told her I think you should delete that off your phone mom like the last time you know I had some stuff like that on my phone my phone got broken and she's like nah, it's fine you know and I, I just want to have it in case I want to show someone and I was like all right whatever she was at work and her phone was in her back pocket and during the middle of the day with tons of people around and cameras everywhere her phone got taken out of her back pocket and we never saw it again they checked every camera and they saw someone just walk by with no face none at all just take the phone out of her pocket and leave the guy was wearing a hoodie how nobody would have noticed this happening to a employee who was picking up like plates at tables and stuff like that in front of everybody it just it slipped by everyone and my mom is very sensitive like i can't breathe near her without her noticing like she's like oh your breath is so warm i was like i'm not even looking near you dude how do you even know <laughs> and the, the phone got stolen right out of her pocket and like i was saying like when i had a situation like that my phone got broken and it always ends up happening with our phones whenever we take weird pictures that's why like i don't do it anymore and if i catch something i delete it like immediately i will never have something like that again and the time that i was talking about with me was i was at uh i was dating this guy and we went over to his friend's house to go film a youtube video for his youtube and this guy's house is already like super haunted like we we knew that already he had told us all these stories and so i was filming them and 
there were so many orbs like all over them. I thought it looked like fireflies were in the room with us, but only in the camera. Like I looked over the camera around them and there was nothing there. there I, I was like, well, maybe it's bugs, you know, like little tiny gnats or something. Nope, it sure wasn't that because I literally would put my hand. I was like, can you guys give me a second? I'm like recording them. I have the camera on their faces and like there's just like little lights all over them like tons of them and i like swung my hand right in front of the camera to see like if they would move because obviously you know you're gonna swing your hand around near bugs are gonna like fly off or like be moved by the air and no these things were not disturbed even a little bit by the movements of my hand and it was so scary because i had no idea what was happening and like i started getting this really icky feeling i started getting really sick and I started feeling like I was going to throw up and I was like, I got to go home. And they're like, it's fine. I was like, it is not fine. Look at this. And I showed it to them and they're like, huh, eh, maybe bugs. I was like, stop bugs. I literally tested this. Like there's nothing else happening in any other part of this house except right in front of you guys. And it's right there. And it's really weird. And it's on my camera and it's, I don't know. It was a whole situation. <laughs> and so that's basically the story of what, what happened with that. So that's why I, I try not to take pictures of supernatural things or like I if I accidentally catch something supernatural I will never keep it because immediately after that happened my phone broke like I saved it to show my mom because I was freaking out and when I went to go show her my phone literally would not play the video and when I tried to leave the uh the little video watching area of my phone the app or whatever when I had tried to hit back my phone crashed and it never turned back on again and it um, and my mom was like huh that's really weird and I was like yeah it, it is really weird because now my phone is broken and I, I have no idea what might have happened it was a really really weird coincidence and can I just say this is like my third time filming this episode because the first time I started filming this nothing was working I like well it was working at first then I started telling the story and then I got to the part about like how scary it was the uh the situation that was happening with my mom and this guy and as soon as i started doing that everything shut down well not like my computer but the uh the app i'm using shut down it didn't want to open up it was it, i lost all my progress and it usually saves my stuff after it happened after something like that happens and it was really spooky and i was like oh this is weird and so i started it again and the second time i was recording as soon as i mentioned the guy and the things in the trees my dog started like barking at me and like well not barking like huffing kind of whoa, whoa, you know kind of stuff like that she started doing that at me and I had to like stop and I started the story over again and when I got to the part about the guy in the trees again she started doing it again and she started whimpering and it was really weird and I was like you're scaring the heck out of me and she didn't do that at all she was like asleep before this even happened and I, I was just really freaked out by it. So I hope like this video is able to stay up. Like weird stuff doesn't happen. After I put it up, like what happened with the guy, the shadow guy video that we, or audio that we had done that lots of weird stuff happened afterwards. So I had to take it down. But yeah, I just thought it was really strange. I wanted to let you guys know that this, this woof took a lot to record because lots of weird stuff happened before I could even get this version down. And I think that's why... I I think that's sorry I heard like a weird noise behind me it was my brother in the kitchen um I think that's honestly why I was talking kind of fast during this I started getting like really nervous and I was like I want to get through this before something really scary and weird happens again 
while I'm telling this story. I just want to get it over with at this point because I'm nervous. And I literally told my mom, like, I don't know if I want to tell this story because it, I don't want me to, I don't want me bringing it up again to be like, hey, universe, do it again. But this time I'm not nearby, so I can't protect her, (laughs) you know, weird stuff like that. But I just wanted to say it was really spooky and I feel so nervous saying this. And can I just say I'm recording this like three days before Halloween because I don't want to do this on Halloween. I'm scared. I'm a scaredy cat and I am not going to record something like this near Halloween at all. Now moving on to our next story is a story I also didn't think I'd be sharing but I really want to share with you guys like the more recent things also that have happened to us that have been really creepy and scary and I feel like Halloween is the best time to do that. (laughs) So something very strange that happened this past year was that I got a phone call from my mom once one day and she told me she'd been having this really bad issue with birds and that she was hearing them around her house constantly or the house I used to live in when I grew up and like I mentioned earlier my dad has passed for a few years now and and it was really strange to me that she was telling me this because birds were never an issue growing up there there was hardly ever really birds and if there were it was those cute little tiny ones it, wasn't really loud and and it was so weird because something I hadn't told her when she called me and she's like what I'm having these really really big issues with these birds cawing and screeching all hours of the night especially at you know three in the morning and I was like birds shouldn't do that mom and she's like well it's happening and it's happening a lot and it's it's scaring me I I literally can't go anywhere without just like the birds be surrounding the house there's so many in the trees that it they're they're covering them almost like leaves and something I hadn't told her was that right before she had called or it was like the day before she called or something I was leaving the house to go take my husband to work and when I opened up the door there was a dead bird right in front of me and I thought it was really weird that that had happened because um it made me immediately think of my dad when I saw the dead bird in front of me because when I was younger we had a Halloween walk around at school where the kids go around the school and you can you know get candy from the teachers and stuff like that and so one of the times um, that we were doing that my dad went and well my mom told my dad to go walk with us around the block and when he was doing that he found a dead bird and he picked it up with his bare hands off the street and showed me and my classmates the dead bird dangling from his hand and said look what I found I will never forget that and if anybody was traumatized from that that listens to this and I went to school I'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry for him (laughs) but yeah so that was just like a very crazy memory that I had of my dad being like weird and so And I saw that bird outside our house and I was like, oh boy. And my first immediately, like, my first immediate thought was like, oh, dad. And I was like, no, no, I'm being silly. That was weird. Why would I just associate? It was like right at our front, one of our front doors. And so I told my husband, he was like, oh, that's strange. And I was like, I know. And so we took the bird, moved it off to the side um, because we were going to bury it. And later... Uh, the next day my mom called me to tell me about her situation she I hadn't told her about this bird because I don't like bringing up those memories to her and so she was like 
telling me about these birds and all this and how they've been messing with her at like three in the morning and how it'd been scaring her because it, it just got louder and louder and louder and this has never happened before we and i even told my husband i was like you lived with us for three years out there did we ever have a problem with birds especially at night he was like never that never happened i was like yeah neither like neither did we we didn't have that problem either and so it was definitely really strange and it got to the point for even my mom's friend was on the call and she's like i'm scared because she's living with her and she's like this is i've never seen this many birds all in one place before especially like just around this one house they showed me the neighborhood no the birds were not in any other trees just in the trees at our house and because i had me on video and while i was talking to my mom about it I, I started feeling really uncomfortable and I started getting this weird feeling and I told her, okay, mom, so this is going to be weird, but I have to tell you this. And I told her about the bird I found outside. And before I could tell her that I thought of my dad when I saw it, she said his name. She's like, is it, you think it's him? And I was like, I wasn't going to say it. I wanted to see what you said first. And she was like, this is weird, right? And I was like, this is a little weird. And she's, and while we were talking about, it, she was telling me, it's just like these birds are, they sound so angry and they don't sound normal and and while well, she was she's like just listen and and we're listening to them and all of a sudden out of nowhere we hear this thing that doesn't sound like a bird it sounds like an inhumane like angry growl screech that was very like if somebody went up to the phone and did it and i was like did you do that and she's like do what and i was like that growly screech and and she's like, no, what growly screech? I was like, you didn't hear it? It came from your end. And her friend looks at her because my husband and I are watching them or Ryan and I are watching them on the camera and they look at each other. They look at us and they're like, no, this that wasn't us. That's not, that wasn't us at all. Like we you're looking at us. And I was like, I was just saying it came from your end. You didn't hear that. And they're like, no, of course we didn't hear that. We would have freaked out if we heard something like that. And I was like, okay, so I don't know. This is going to sound really crazy, um, but maybe... I think we have to talk to dad and when I said that our air conditioner shut off and the lights started flickering in our house <laughs> I at the time we were in the living room and Ryan was sitting on one like we were facing the same wall with our desks but he was like at one end of the room and I was at the other end of the room and I had like this huge tv behind me that was like one of my monitors like this thing was like the size of a window and so I was facing Ryan and Ryan was facing me and he could see the TV behind me. And so this is going to come into play in a little bit. So I'm talking to my mom and I'm like, I think we have to talk to him about something. I think maybe he's trying to get our attention or, like, or something, or maybe we haven't been paying enough attention. Like we haven't mentioned him or talked about him in a while because obvious reasons, you know, he wasn't the, a great, the greatest person in the world. So we try to forget things about him sometimes. And so I told her, I think we got to just like talk to him about something. Have you been doing anything? She's like, well, I've been dating a little bit more. And it's like, well, that's probably maybe one of the things that's upsetting him. And I was like, it shouldn't because you can do whatever you want. But it's really creepy and weird. And this, this is why I don't tell you guys these stories because we sound crazy. We, this doesn't sound normal, but it really is a scary thing that would happen to us. So anyways, I'm telling my mom, I think we need to talk to him. And when I say that, like the air conditioner turns on and off again, the lights start to flicker. My mom looks at me like I'm crazy. She's like, is your light turning off and on? I was like, yes, it is. And she's like, okay. And so we hadn't been having any electrical issues at all that entire week. And then all of a sudden, when I say these things, things start blinking and doing stuff. And I'm like, okay, so mom, I'm going to have you 
just start talking to him. I guess do whatever you think you need to. I don't know if you feel like you need to apologize to him for something or talk to him about something, but you got to say something to this guy because he is not okay. I don't, I think it's him and I think he's not okay. And I'm going to do the same. <laughs> and okay, so this is what happened. So I, I'm a big joker. I joke a lot, even at inappropriate times. I can't, I can't help it. I, I, get super uncomfortable so I just I make jokes during really inappropriate moments because it makes me feel less uncomfortable and so I close my eyes to talk to this person and I'm like I'm I made this really rude joke <laughs> that was kind of mean and I immediately my eyes are closed while I'm doing this because I don't want to see the flipping room blinking around me it's scary and so I make an inappropriate joke at, at his expense. And as soon as I said it, my eye, it felt like it felt like something poked me in my eye. And I started like not scream, but I was like, ow. <laughs> and I was like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. I didn't want to scare her more. So I'm just like, oh, my God. OK, I'm sorry. And as soon as I said, I'm sorry. And as soon as I said it, the pain in my eye went away. But it it was so scary. And, and I said, sorry, I was like, okay, look, okay, I'm going to be serious. And I, I had the conversation with him. I don't want to really talk about what I said or what my mom said, but we were having our conversations. And while we were having the conversations, whenever I would say something in my head to him, like as a response, the lights would dim and turn back on. And I'm just so happy my brother was at work during this because he would have been freaking out. And so Ryan's in the room with me while this is happening. He's freaking out because he's kind of a skeptic about these things, but he's been through a lot after meeting me, <laughs> obviously. And so he he's just like looking at, he's like, are you, are you saying stuff to him? I was like, yes. He's like, okay. And so while we're having that conversation, I hear Ryan go, uh, and I'm like, what, what, why are you making that noise? And he was like, um, don't get scared. And I was like, well, now I'm going to get scared. What's going on? And he, <laughs> he says, it looks like have you ever touched the screen of a tv and it kind of makes that little bumpy kind of look on it like you're dragging your finger on it and it goes and i was like yeah and he's like that's happening to the tv behind you while you're talking to your dad that there's like a finger dragging across the tv an in imprint of it and i'm like oh my god i get up i run up out of my chair because it was like right behind me and I go to the couch and I'm like I finish up the conversation I look over and at my phone and I'm like are you done yet and my mom's like yes and I was like did you say everything like you felt like you had to say and she's like I did and her friend knew my dad as well so she was talking to him also and so we all got done talking to him I guess or whatever and as soon as like the conversation ended and we said, you know, goodbye, all of us together and that, you know, to please stop all these things and that we will not forget about him. The lights stopped dimming. The air conditioner turned back on. Everything was back to normal. We didn't have another electrical issue that entire day or week after that. It was so scary. And the like literally that night, my mom calls me in the middle of the night and she's like, the birds stopped and I was like are you serious she goes they had not stopped in a week straight every single night they have stopped I am not hearing a single thing outside and this is the first time I felt peace in a week and her friend had been over there with her she's like yeah me too me too I was like okay um 
So maybe it worked. And the bird where we had put the body for me to kind of bury it, it was gone. The dead bird was gone. And obviously, you know, there's there's raccoons, there's other things out there. A cat probably took it or something. I'm just saying, it was really weird. And that was like a really scary situation. And it's so many coincidences. And <laughs> we have like some... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stop, but as I was telling you guys this situation, I heard like an echoey sound in near my ear and it scared me. I'm gonna stop. Okay, you know what? This is enough scary stories for today. I'm, <laughs> I'm so thankful that I'm not doing this on Halloween. I don't feel comfy doing this on Halloween. Here are you guys' story for, you know, the last episode of season two for Below the Forest Floor. I, I really could not even get into like trying to do a creepy haunting voice for it because I, I'd been wanting to do these episodes, but every time I try to do an episode on these sorts of specific things that aren't just like silly, like, oh, I heard, you know, a door slamming with a bunch of other custodians one night, ha ha ha, really weird. Like when it's personal scary stuff, like what my mom went through or what I went, I've been through with my dad and other family stuff, like weird things start to happen and it it really scares me <laughs> so bad so I try to keep it to a minimum or I don't do it at all and it sounds like really scary and crazy but these things happen so often to us and there's so many that like I said there's that one curse when I had to take down because a lot of scary stuff happened you guys probably never hear it maybe someday I will feel brave enough to try to do it again and put it back up especially with the new information I found out um that we're not the only ones seeing this thing but not only that, but other things as well. Um, like when my grandfather went missing and my aunt and I felt things uh, during that time. And it was just a really scary situation. Like when I tell you like my life is so terrifying sometimes, it, it's not even a joke. But I hope that gives you a little bit more insight into the paranormal things that I've dealt with and that I've experienced as to not just like me having lived in a world around scary things I've had to interact with scary things and it's not fun because I'm a scary cat I can't even play a scary game without screaming and freaking out and having to have the lights on at night because of it like just the other day we were playing phasmophobia if you don't know what that is it is a scary horror game where you are a ghost hunter and you have to basically find out what ghost is haunting the place that you go to in the game and <laughs> when I was playing with uh, my husband Ryan and our friend Lotus which by the way I will be mentioning Lotus at the end of this video because he is a patron of our podcast um while we were playing looking around in the game a ghost actually popped up in between Ryan and I <laughs> And I screamed so hard. I actually clipped it on Twitch because we do stream these kinds of things. I threw my headphones off. I'm so happy we didn't have the camera on. I threw my headphones off. I was screaming. I closed my mouth because in the game, the ghosts, like the characters that they put in the game, they can hear you screaming and they can follow your voice if you're like freaking out while they're trying to like hunt and by, by when I say hunt, the, the ghost in the game will go kill you. <laughs> and this the ghost appeared right in front of us. I, um, I don't even know why I play these games, but it's fun to an extent. But like, I, I'm such a scaredy cat. And the fact that I've had to personally deal with these situations in real life, 
I guess that's why sometimes I don't want to play scary games. I'm like, I'm tired. I already talked to a ghost this year. I don't want to do it in a video game for you guys. It's like, la la la, we're having fun, silly, crazy, weird stuff. And I'm like, it's not that fun in real life. <laughs> it's creepy and you feel crazy and it's weird. But <sighs> that's I. And another reason I didn't want to talk about it on Halloween is because it's like when the veil is thinnest, or what people say about like the spirits come and you know are just like around the living. That's why on Halloween you're supposed to wear a mask because you don't want the spirits to take you with them to the underworld or whatever people say. And it's that's like very vague of just things I've heard about Halloween growing up from stories. And so it's, I didn't want to talk about it during the time where the, the veil is the thinnest. So you know what? I'm recording this three or four days beforehand. You guys are going to get it on Halloween because that is going to be your Halloween episode. Getting to hear me basically tell you scary stories while I'm actually getting scared in real life because I'm hearing weird noises around me and getting nervous. But I care that much about you guys. But in all real, like realness, besides that was real. That was real still. I wanted to say thank you so much for listening to my episodes. It really means a lot to me that you guys have hung out with us and listened to our funny, crazy theories and to the research that we've done on these places and things and our personal stories that we've been through because hey, we've, we've been going through it. And I really appreciate that you guys have supported us and shared our content and told your friends and family about it. Please continue to do so during the time that we're going to be away because season three will be coming up a lot sooner than you think. And we are super excited for all the new topics that we're going to be talking about. We have a list already. We have a huge list of things that we're going to be talking about in season three. And we are super excited to get started on it. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. We really appreciate everything that you guys have done for us and just being here, listening to our episodes. You guys are amazing. If you guys want to find out how to get your name in the credits, like I'm about to do in a little bit, you can go ahead and check us out on Patreon at Below the Forest Floor and become a patron any tier of being a patron whether it be the one dollar a month uh level uh what is it a forest nymph or if you will become a forest deity member which has a lot more perks you do get your name shouted out on the podcast so if you guys want to go and get started on that before season three pops up you can go check us out there and obviously we're on social media and you can contact us during this time during you know the time that we're going to be off and doing other things and getting ready for season three at below the force four literally anywhere facebook twitter instagram tiktok i have a tiktok <laughs> and i do silly weird things on there sometimes but yeah so thanks so much again for listening and thank you to our patron lotus vincent for supporting the podcast we'll see you all in season three bye